0: Welcome back to another episode of of You Safe. I say? was gonna say if you like it. We bring the heat. You know how it is. We bring the heat I'm so glad that you're home now so you can just bother your parents <laughs> instead of bothering people in your dorm building. Uh, I taste blood now. I've missed this. I've missed it. We're back with another episode. Uh, this week we okay, you know what? You know, we were going to talk about Prometheus, and I swear we did. Uh, it's just the episode that we uh, recorded. It got, uh, it got uh, corrupted. Just like the Trump administration, it got corrupted. Yeah, the, really, it's a commentary on Congress. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's not that we didn't talk about the movie we said we were going to talk about. Okay, it's a metaphor. It's, just, it's an allegory. It's just, we talked boy. about this week. Arguably a more in-demand movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, arguably more popular this week than Prometheus, a movie that no one has talked about since it came out. Uh, anyway, we talked about the writer's strike. Uh, just, just give him more money. The money's there. Just give it to him. Uh, bad TV reboots. Uh, they're going to do Harry Potter and Twilight again and worse. Uh, then we talked about Elon Musk uh, being not smart. Uh, if you can believe it, he uh, took away verifications and then gave them back. But worse, there are timestamps in the description. Skip around if you want. If you want to skip a certain part, or if you're just going to get to a certain part, use it if you want or don't. Whatever, it's up to you. Can't control you. I'm not your dad. Anyway, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Turn on notifications. Turn on automatic downloads. And follow me on social media. Don't follow Gavin anywhere. Don't follow me. Stop. Uh, it's unwise. Do it. Don't do it. You're gonna want to see the horrors beyond comprehension that he posts. <laughs> On his social yes. media that he totally has. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Let's get into it. Let's just let's jump just into get. it. Let's just jump into it.
1: And it's it's Hamilton talking about why people should vote for Jeffer- uh, Jefferson.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and the line goes, I have never agreed with Jefferson once. We have fought on like 75 different fronts. And I'm like, you've never agreed with Jefferson on one fucking thing ever. It's always been like i disagree like like it's never been like hey do you want he's a
0: contrarian
1: yeah right it's like it's like hey do you want chicken or turkey tonight for dinner
0: i Uh, want whatever jefferson doesn't want
1: right i want exactly the opposite at some point they just got to be like man this hamilton guy is just a fucking asshole yeah maybe that's why he never became president and got shot yeah he's just an asshole
0: no, really, though, I, I think I think Hamilton was asking for it. I think the musical Hamilton. What was is he just, wearing? It's like reverse character assassination like the, he They're just covering up, you know, all, all of the shitty things that he does uh, in the musical are the best things he did in real life. Right, like sleeping with another woman and wow. Well, yeah.
1: It's the first publicized political affair. I'm happy he ripped off the
0: band-aid there. Dude, you think the do you think the Holocaust is bad? Wait till you see what they didn't put in Hamilton.
1: Yeah. Dude, we were literally like we were literally actively selling and killing a whole race of people at that point in time.
0: Yeah. Just wait until you see what Hamilton was doing though. Oh, and women couldn't vote and child labor was fine. Yeah. Now we're going back to that yeah <laughs> she 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 do you see the uh. um sarah huckabee sanders like signed in child labor like back into law they like they like rolled oh. back like work requirements and like work like like age minimums so like you're nine and you can work now not quite that far like they're gonna get to that but like they like rolled it back so it's like Instead of being, like, 14, you can be 12 for, like, certain jobs. Instead of being 16, you can be 14 for certain stuff. They made it, I think, I think they made, they rolled back the minimum wage for, like, factory work and, like, meat processing to, like, 16 or maybe 14.
1: You know what? I can't wait. I can't wait until this gets spun into some, like, later on in in American history. I can't wait until this gets spun on as, like, a... Like, oh, the family's poor. Well, are your children working? Yeah. How can you claim to be poor if your children aren't working?
0: No, yeah, and It's that's, like, because
1: they should be in school. That's why. Yeah.
0: Goddamn. Yeah, and I mean, the root cause is that they're just serving the interests of capital. Like, it's not mm-hmm. profitable to send kids to free school and then, like, give them a free education when they could be I mean, it is generating value for capitalists.
1: Right. I mean, I think what we'll see is a large amount of brain drain if this becomes a big, a big thing nationwide. I should probably start recording. Oh yeah, you should. But yeah, no, you're Um, right. It is way. I'm peaking at negative twelve. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that that should be fine. I'm
1: like between negative eighteen, negative
0: twelve. Yeah, that should be should be good. All right, and I'm recording. Awesome. I've been recording. (laughs) But yeah, you're right. It's not like it's it's way worse in the long run. But that's one of the like it's a problem and also like a lot of times like a contradiction in capitalism we're like right right the way that they operate is incredibly short-sighted and like like they don't they don't see more than like a week into the future
1: i mean stalin kind of and i don't like stalin i want to make that to future employers this isn't a joke it's an anecdote but i don't like stalin but we do
0: love stalin
1: i hate stalin not a good guy dislike him very much um anyway
0: you know that you know that thing where you sometimes you like say the wrong word throughout an entire conversation that's what's happening right now don't do this to me alex you mean to say that you love stalin i dislike Stalin, especially the gulags i don't like the gulags personally but (laughs) gavin was telling me just before we started recording how much he loves gulags dude
1: i love goulash dude goulash is so-
0: <laughs> dude, my mom makes anyway, the best
1: gulags uh, dude <laughs> oh just
0: oh a gulag just like grandma used to make just like a mama i used to make anyway anyway um, tell me tell me about how much you love yeah. stalin
1: stalin once said that um if you told capitalists that you're gonna kill them they'd just sell you the rope
0: yeah no that is that's a really good way of putting it because like they'd it's like we talked about with the, the Warner Brothers situation, to, to put it in less high stakes terms. Like, like the what they did was incredibly terrible for their brand in the long run, like canceling right. some of their best content and taking it mm-hmm. off the platform, damaging their reputation, damaging any right. faith customers had in them, just to like make up some, like to, to cut short term losses.
1: Right, right. Um, actually, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, Alex. Um, I, I just got done with school. So I, 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 I didn't pass one class, but like, it's, it's complicated, but I took a public administration class and it really changed it was my perspective civics. on he how. He couldn't shut up about
0: how much he loved Stalin. And the teacher was like, he did bad things, Gavin. And he was like, yeah, that's I why mind. I love him.
1: <laughs> no, he's an ass. Anyway, um.
0: Say what you will about Stalin, not a great guy.
1: Public administration, no, not <laughs> a great guy. I dislike him. Um, I took a public administrations class, and it really put into perspective what we should be expecting from a society, Yeah, right? Uh, from a government, in a, from a society within a government, right? And the best thing a government can do is say, yeah, even the people who are poor in our country are taken care of. Yeah. They're not, it's, it's not a matter of life and death. It's just that you don't have as many resources as someone else, right. right? But you can still live and prosper and there's still a future for you. And looking at at, at government and society in, in terms of, well, what are you outputting is a very backward way of looking at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of our attitudes, like economically speaking, just kind of it seems like we're trying to solve problems that don't exist anymore right
1: or well a lot of it i think is um like gaslighting and people especially people who who have the resources and know better who are making up problems that don't exist yeah and that's what we're seeing with the whole transgender thing in florida with with uh, uh ronda claiming that they're teaching kids like transgendered stuff yeah. in schools. That, that's what I've Despite been saying. The that All of that- the
0: culture war stuff is just like a proxy issue for the two parties to fight over. Cause they agree largely right. on economic issues.
1: Right. Um, but I don't know. It, it's just, it's sad to see, but also it's so important, um, for the people who are being victimized by this. And even the people who are trying to be allies in this to keep their wits about them. um, and keep your head on straight and be decisive and smart with your actions.
0: Yeah. I'll get off my soapbox now. Speaking <laughs> of that, though, that does tie in, actually, with the current issue going on that I wanted to just touch on briefly. Uh, so, you know, yeah, the writer's strike. I think we talked about this before. but I, I don't know a guy named Ryder Strike. Is, no, that's not the word that I said. No, the uh, the Hollywood Writers' Union... <laughs> is uh, currently on strike right now uh, because they're, yeah. they're renegotiating contracts. And uh, I'll just, I'll throw my hat in and, and, and say, yeah, good on them. I support them. Uh, not, not really breaking any new ground here, but yeah, good on them. I hope they get what they want. Uh, they've been shafted right. uh, v- largely, bigly, and I think they deserve more. As I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna sound I'm gonna I'm gonna say what probably a
1: right wing political pundit would say, which is that look at these look at these liberals complaining about their gilded cages. They're too woke. Uh, they they're too w- woke for wanting they to survive. They haven't worked a day in their life, Alex. Yeah, they haven't worked it. a day in their life. That's that's the word that they use, despite the fact that they're doing a job. I don't what is your They're definition useless,
0: of work? uh, but also they need to get back to work.
1: But also I will actually Uh, I shouldn't say words, bad words, or I shouldn't make mention to bad things on the podcast that shouldn't be joked about, but I will, I will, I will punch a baby if the new, the next season of my favorite show doesn't come out, but they they also haven't, they also, but also that season
0: is too woke.
1: Oh, right, right. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I think I've seen a few people, uh, say this argument and I want to address it because it's really dumb uh, but I've seen some people say, like, well, you know, these writers—they're—they make some of them make a lot of money. So, like, they're just whining about nothing. And, like, first of all, there are yeah, there are some writers that make like six figures, right, and they make even more. Right. Some of them make a very, very comfortable living off of their work, and I think people in that position, uh, by and large, deserve it because right. they are generating that value. They- yeah. If someone writes like The Last of Us and it's a wildly popular show and it generates, you know, millions of, or billions of dollars in revenue, I think that they deserve uh an amount proportional to the work that they put in to create it. I think that's right. I think it's just as simple as that. Um but on uh, that's that's more of like a moral uh, argument against that uh la- that line of thought but also factually uh this keep in mind this is just something i heard i have not taken the time to fact check it but you know google me go- google my google this if you if you want to debunk it maybe maybe i'm way off but i heard that like 49% of writers uh make minimum wage oof and they just cannot afford to live, So especially in
1: California.
0: Yeah, like, I, I think any worker deserves to make enough money to live off of comfortably. I think you shouldn't be struggling if you are contributing to society. I think it's and this this, this kind of goes
1: back to the whole thing about like having a warped view of society of like yeah, even people who aren't making a lot of money should still be able to live comfortably in the United United States. Yeah, there needs to be a comfortable floor. We can furnish those means, and literally no one is hurt by it. Beyond the people who like, technically are getting hurt by the fact that they're not making as many oodles of piles of cash.
0: Yeah, I think in the richest country in the world... First of all, poverty is a policy choice, Uh, but also you should not have a single person uh, living in poverty uh, that does not want to live in poverty. And I don't think there are very many people that want to live in poverty. I think it's just think that morally that doesn't check out. But yeah, just the 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 idea that oh, these are oh here like,
1: comes Ben Shapiro oh here comes Ben <laughs> Shapiro um actually it's, it has nothing to do with uh, and I, <laughs> it has nothing to do with policies it has everything to do with life
0: choices. You're a giant loser, like a giant who is a loser and also a giant loser. That's footage of him at you? the at the picket line, yelling I, I, at I, protesters.
1: It's not, this isn't funny, but it's kind of funny. Wouldn't it be funny if 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 it's that quote that caused John Fetterman to get depressed?
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't that be it? Wouldn't that be kind of, that's not funny at all? He's being interviewed by
0: 60 Minutes and he's like, yeah, you know, I, just I was doing fine. This... Honestly, couldn't have been this... better.
1: Honestly, I was ben on the Shap- up and up. This guy,
0: Ben Shapiro.
1: Ben Shapiro said, I'm a giant loser. And you know what? Uh, but not not was a giant straw. He then he then called me a giant who is also a loser.
0: John Fetterman, if you're listening, we uh, love, you. love, you. love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Please come on the show.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, after having on. Howard Dean on, on last week, yeah, dude. that was that was so Prometheus. awesome. We actually watched Prometheus with Howard Dean.
0: Yeah, I actually... Okay, so the file was corrupted uh, from last week's episode where we interviewed Howard Dean, but I do have this yeah. excerpt saved. This this is his live reaction after watching <laughs> Prometheus. He was so excited.
1: <laughs>
0: you and I were so
1: psyched to have him there that we actually sounded like a giant crowd in the background. Yeah. So that yeah, crowd us. is actually us.
0: Yeah. But um, we were only cheering for a second. Um But yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I don't like this argument. That like, oh, you know, these people aren't even doing that much work. Why do they deserve all this money? And it applies to like pro athletes. I I hear before this whole writer's strike thing was happening, I had heard it in the context of people talking about professional athletes uh, saying like, you know, why do these people make millions of dollars? They're just playing a game. And I think people that say that haven't thought it through. I think they just have not thought about it. Like that money came from revenue that they helped generate. That money right. is there regardless of if they make it in their salary. Which is why the NCAA is so fucking stupid. Right. Well like the millions of dollars that any given athlete plays, like that's that's money that is there regardless. If they don't get paid that money, it's just going to the people at the top. And do they need right. more money? Do they deserve it just because what like what did well, they do to deserve weird. it like no, the, the, the people when, that make the money should should get their f- fair share of it i think
1: well you know and it's weird too how we quantify like who deserves what because it's not necessarily that we're saying a person an individual deserves this much money we're saying a person or an individual in a first world country such as our our country deserves to live comfortably with clothes on their back a place to sleep, food to eat, clean water to drink, um, electricity, the whole shebang, they deserve to do that. And that, whatever that quantity of money it costs to do that, that's what I'm saying they deserve.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... At bare minimum. Yeah, no, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. And uh, that's all that I really wanted to say in regards to the writer's strike. They made th- that Value. I think they are entitled to their portion of it. I I think it's as simple as that. And I think anyone that disagrees, uh, they just either haven't thought it through or they just are not on the side of working people.
1: Or they listen to Ben Shapiro.
0: Yeah, that too. Um, Anyway, this is uh kind of old news and i haven't really seen people talk about it i just realized it. i just
1: realized we talk mad shit on ben shapiro and he could easily just sick his audience on us
0: oh yeah any any one of the people that we make fun of uh right could, they they could they could destroy us but i mean they can only do what we allow them to do right what i do mean all mean? they all they can really do is just like bully us bully oh yeah me, i don't really. have a twitter
1: i keep on forgetting i don't have me. a twitter. I don't have Twitter, or Facebook, and I don't. I'm not on Instagram. At, at worst, to, they could you just you would have to like email me. You would have to find <laughs> my email and then email
0: me. Get past the the spam um, filter,
1: right? I don't even check
0: that that often, right? So you know, the <laughs> worst they could do is like mass report our YouTube channel, but like I don't. I guess I could. Okay. I, could, I, could I guess I could appeal it. Out. Whatever. All right. Whatever. We get a little taste of it anytime I upload a clip of us talking about like Jordan <laughs> Peterson or anyone like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, they it's were funny because it's like they it's were always just blatant.
1: Us. It's only like blatant negativity, but it's never like any specific point.
0: Yeah, it's always like you guys are dumb. You guys are lol. You guys are so stupid, and they never like provide a counter. What, what point? What like what? What, what specifically exactly? do you uh, disagree with? And then, like the absolute best, most thought out, most thought out uh, counter argument they can think to make is, uh, "Boys are boys and girls are girls." Actually, did you ever think of that? Okay, cool. I'm sure this is the first time you've ever heard that.
1: How about like, you wow, that's them live their life. Have live remarkable. Live their
0: life? Well you. Because it doesn't affect you. You're a gentleman and a scholar, truly, truly. This generation's uh, Aristotle. Yeah, truly. Truly, I have to agree. Has anyway. have they
1: written a book? They should write a book.
0: They really, absolutely, no one has ever thought of boys are boys and they girls should, are girls. They
1: should just like they should just like join into a collective fucking consciousness
0: and make their own books. So true. Anyway, this is some older news. Uh, I haven't really seen people talk about it in a few weeks. But I figure we can squeeze out a few minutes of content about this. So, have you heard uh, that they're doing like a revival b- reboot of Harry Potter and Twilight?
1: Oh, not Twilight, Harry Potter. I'm like, okay, cool. Twilight, I'm like, fuck, God, fucking damn it, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I think why I think they're both bad for different reasons. Uh, the Harry Potter thing. Uh, they, I believe they said that it's gonna be like a 10-year thing so it's gonna be instead of a series of movies it's gonna be like seasons of television and it's gonna go on for 10 years uh and i i think if i had heard of this like a couple of years ago i would have been on board but i just think like there are there are a couple of different reasons why I, i'm not really that into it uh one uh these are children that we're talking about that are gonna be cast in these roles. And I don't think uh I actually generally I don't think child actors are ethical, uh, but especially when you're committing them to ten years of of, of a certain right. project.
1: Like you're um,
0: and, and with a property this big, you're exposing them to a lot of people. And a lot right. of people uh are gonna be fucking crazy and rabid and they're gonna like try to hurt these kids they're gonna just generally make them feel uncomfortable they're probably especially the girls are gonna be over sexualized because that's just what happens ask millie bobby brown that's just what happens when you're a young girl in a major hollywood production right um but also i think a 10 or 11 year old should not be forced to go on record with an opinion on J.K. Rowling because either you side with her because like ultimately she kind of is uh like the God of your project that the next 10 years of your life depends on. And then you you're siding with the devil. Like you are on the right. wrong side of history. You are on the side of oppression and potentially genocide uh, as we talked about uh, two episodes ago, because the last one got corrupted, um, and uh, or you go on the record on the right side of history and say, "No, I stand with the transgender community." J.K. Rowling is fucking crazy. Uh, I don't agree with anything she says, and then you get fired.
1: Right. Well, also, if you're a kid and they give you a contract to be in a movie for or a show for ten years, you can't get that to stick. What like, do you? They're kids. Oh like, yeah, they're under eighteen. You can't. They can just be like, "I'm done."
0: And then you yeah. can't
1: force them to do shit. You can't.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know Maybe how that in kind England, of thing. Works. I'm not sure. I don't really know how that kind of thing works. I know kids like, like I. I believe I could be wrong, but I, I believe they do get signed on to similar types of projects, like multi-picture deals. I mean, they have to be able to sign on even for a single movie, let alone like a trilogy or a series or you anything what. like that. I'll, I don't really I'll, you know, know how it works. I'm gonna...
1: I'll throw my hat into the ring. I'll be child Harry Potter,
0: but you're gonna be Robin be, in the Batman sequel. I'll do both. I can do both. We already agreed on that. You think can, you can? You I think can you do can both. do it?
1: I can do both. Yeah. You're a
0: hero. You're a goddamn hero. Aren't I?
1: Yeah. I, I, but I'll talk in like in like like an Australian accent that <laughs> can't make it up its mind if it wants to be Cockney English or Australian.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, also. And this is how I feel about Twilight. Who's asking for this? Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel think like
1: that kind of came and went, didn't it?
0: I, I think a lot of people are kind of off Harry Potter now just because J.K. Rowling has, be, has come out as a very problematic person and also uh, transphobe. A, a, yeah, huge transphobe. Uh, but also, people are starting to notice how problematic Harry Potter itself was. in 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 certain parts cho chang yeah any non-white character is named extremely offensively
1: like even the russian dudes it's like
0: yeah no like it's uh, harry mcbrute face the world of harry potter is held together by duct tape rubber bands and racism
1: Right. And um, I, I saw times, a video like,
0: that was like breaking down like the, the world building of Harry Potter, like specifically like the map right. of like the different schools.
1: It doesn't make a fucking it doesn't. Sense there's like
0: all. a single school yeah, for I the entirety sense. of Africa, Yeah. the entire continent the, of Africa. Continent. It's hard enough yeah. going to school like in California if you're from Massachusetts. And that's like oh, can I, um, on one end can of America also... to the other.
1: Can I also mention, too, how any like wizard doctor that's out there is actively going against the Hippocratic Oath if they're not using their medicine to help people who aren't in the magical community?
0: Yeah, that's another thing that doesn't really make sense. It's kind of like like a lot of uh, works of fiction along these lines have like, a, oh, we got to keep magic away from the mortals kind of rule to make it yeah. mesh a little bit better with like you know the Go real Saint world. Go to St.
1: Jude's Children's Hospital, Wizard. Yeah, and but, tell me
0: that you can't help them. Right, but it, I feel like in other series, like it makes more sense and it like works a bit better. Like I just think for the Harry Potter lore, like it, it's it what feels so think? it feels so arbitrary.
1: What did you What do you think Wizard Kind did when America made the atomic bomb? <laughs> what do you think they did? They I just I like, don't know. Like
0: that, we have fuck. our children practice uh magic with a, a higher amount of damage than that
1: we can we have time turners we can go back what,
0: in time look what they need to mimic a fraction of our power
1: oh they have time turners they could have prevented 9-11 and the holocaust
0: yeah see what i mean like the lore in harry potter falls apart it unravels so quickly with just a second's thought
1: like I just imagine like the first like non wizard to realize that there's like a time turner and he's just like wait so like who went who's gonna stop the Holocaust? No one. We just haven't had seventh. We got to send yet. Mark Wahlberg
0: well, to stop nine eleven. He right, said he'd do it. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? Is he, we've, did he say? I we've wish gone
0: I-. over this. We've gone over this. He said. Wait, was he like? He was. was he he like, didn't. We're on
1: that plane. Uh, hold... Ooh, I tell you what.
0: Hold on, hold on. Let me... this.
1: This is the second chomper. time.
0: This is the second time we've done this on this show. Uh, so this is an excerpt from NPR. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, blah blah blah. Okay. All right. Appears this is the quote. Uh, if I was on that plane with my kids, there would have been a lot of blood in that first class <laughs> cabin, and then me saying, "Okay, we're going to land this somewhere safely. Don't worry." He yep, since apologized. I think he should have doubled down, made it even I- funnier. <laughs> I.
1: I feel like it should have been The Rock who said that. <laughs> I feel like it'd be funny if it was The Rock. I'll tell you what, man, you know, you're on a plane with your children. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I I don't know how The Rock talks. So I,
0: I I, wouldn't put it past The Rock to say that he did stop 9-11.
1: Yeah, he's, you know, like The Rock wasn't. He's like, wasn't...
0: actually, I did go back in time to stop 9-11, but it's actually endgame time travel rules, so it can't affect the present. But trust me, there's a timeline out there where I stopped 9-11.
1: Yeah, there's a timeline out there where infant me stopped 911.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Harry Potter, uh, yeah, the lore doesn't make sense when you think about it. Uh but more uh relevantly, uh it, it gets very problematic when you get into like the the species relations. Uh like the entirety of house elves
1: oh yeah um fucking what are they uh i want to say gremlins but that's what they are <laughs> they're like no
0: they're, they're like little gremlins goblins, goblins goblins no the goblins are the ones that look like jews yeah but like also, dude, dude the goblins i cannot stress enough look like nazi propaganda
1: right but here's the other thing you know the reason that goblins in harry potter lore don't have wands
0: because they're a lesser Cause, species because they like tried to do an uprising and the wizards were like a lesser species. They were, they were like, no, you're a lesser species. And also you're getting uppity trying to like fight for your rights. So no, you are now a second so, class citizen.
1: Here's the thing. Turns out. Turns out goblins are more magically inclined and magically powerful than humans are. Yep. So if they got a wand, they would easily overpower like everyone. Yep. Like fucking everyone. Like just easily. So the wizards are like. We're like, fuck you <laughs> We want your money, not your power
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like as if it wasn't bad enough. Uh it's also like presented as like a good thing that their uprisings have been put down.
1: Right. Right. It's so weird. But I, I, I think I don't, it's it makes me feel icky.
0: Yeah, I think it's Order of the Phoenix, but there's one of the books you you know when have you did you read the books or did you just watch the movies? I was just watching the movie. It's like a good dyslexic boy. Okay. So I know this firsthand because I read all of them in the fifth grade. So I believe it's order of the Phoenix. Uh, Hermione tries to put together an organization to like free the house elves and like give them equal rights and everyone bullies her for it. And she's presented as like the crazy one. She's like a crazy lefty, you know, pie in the sky ideas like that kind of thing. And it's like it's just presented like she is a crazy like lib. And every right. everyone is like, what the fuck are you No, they like working. They like being oppressed. And that's how it's presented in the narrative. Like she is in the wrong, like from like the story's <laughs> perspective.
1: What's why do they cry? Because she then, tried and just, to like, free me?
0: slaves.
1: Yeah, why it's like they actually look working. It's like, okay, why do they cry in abject a joyous
0: celebration
1: when you free them
0: well no that's the thing though that's what makes it even worse like narratively like in the narrative they do they like yeah as a like it's hardwired into their biology that they like to work except for dobby dobby is like the black sheep because he like wants freedom like a weirdo and like that's what (laughs) makes it more insidious that's what makes it more insidious because it's 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 sounds just, like a
1: guy I now named George Washington, another freedom wanting rebel. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh but no, like it it just it reads like uh like race science. Like it reads like phrenology. Like actually, um, actually the, the lesser races uh are hardwired I mean, to I work that, for the
1: <laughs> white man. Well, I think that might also be dramatic irony as well. Like we as the reader are supposed to know that that's Bad. No. To work.
0: No. You're giving J.K. Rowling way too much credit. Well,
1: because no, because in in I think it was the Deathly hollows when they're evacuating Hogwarts. Um, like er, Harry comes in, and yeah, Harry's just cool with this. By the way, he, he also he's becomes like, a okay, cop. Okay, whatever. Yeah, uh, whatever. Anyway, so so they're all in like some kitchen, and he's like, "Okay, we got all the students out now." Well, and Ron is like, "Well, we need to get." the the elves out and harry's like why and he's like we can't just we can't just leave them down there and then hermione gets all the hots because she because ron said that and and she they fuck on the table yeah it's really graphic actually yeah that may i don't know why i had watched it on pornhub though it's (laughs)
0: weird no trust (laughs) me though trust me though i know firsthand you are not supposed to like want the house elves free like it's just kind of like uh that's how it is so that's how it has to be kind of thing Mm. yeah it's 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 an ugly series. yeah i mean
1: maybe it was written to be like oh look at these kooky wizard kind things but like also wizard kind doesn't exist and everyone's just cool with subjugating an entire species
0: well like i i I think very conscious and able-minded uh individuals i think There could be an argument like, oh, you know, you're supposed to want the hell selves freed. You're not supposed to agree with the oppression. But I think that argument falls apart when you consider that actually in the text, they actually are hardwired to want to work like that's just in their biology as a species. I think that was a lie, wasn't it? No, that's just not
1: not that you're lying, but that in the book that was it was phrased like that so that people would be okay with subjugating goblins or subjugating house elves i but then like they realize it's just a lie cuz like clearly dobby isn't
0: doesn't no, feel I, that way i don't think that's the case like i think dobby is like the exception to the rule cuz every time like a a different house elf uh, a different house elf is like faced with the possibility of freedom they they're completely against it they're like no i don't want to be free i wouldn't know what to do with myself if i you know wasn't serving a master it's 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 that kind of thing
1: i mean well also like american slaves did that as well that was a thing that like like slaves did because they were told by their masters that you wouldn't be you can't function outside of the farm or outside of whatever you're doing for me yeah so when they i mean were presented I, with freedom a lot of them were just like nope a lot of them were like, "Yep, give me that." But like a well, lot of them I, were just like, "Nope."
0: I mean, that that's just kind of chalked up to like a human psychology thing, but I also think that like I I don't know. I'm not a sociologist. I'm Right. I'm just just going off the top of my head with, with what I know. But I feel like that idea could have been perpetuated by historical revisionists. To like promote okay. the I- like to promote the idea that like, oh, they wouldn't know what to do with their freedom, like just intuitively, if I had to guess, I would say most people who were slaves did not want to be slaves, right, but, but also I, these are fictional creatures that we're talking about, right, and they can be written in any right. way, but anyway, we're getting too sidetracked, and yeah. I do I, for the, okay. I do I do want to would... head outside and enjoy this very nice weather
1: that is true. I would like to mention I I don't like slavery. I think slavery is bad. It's very I bad. I don't think that racism is good. That Say is what you will. It's not thing. good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I but, just like uh, slavery and racism. But anyway, they are also doing a Twilight reboot. And I've heard even less information about this one, just that they're planning on doing it. I think it's in very early stages, along with the Harry Potter reboot. But I, I feel very similarly uh, in that, like, who wants this? Well, also, I was going to say with the 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 Harry Potter thing, I was also going to say anyone like I I feel like a lot of people are kind of off the Harry Potter brand uh, because of J.K. Rowling and because of the problematic elements of it. So like they're not going to be interested in it anyway. And anyone that's left is just going to be mad at the reboot for not being the original. Right. And I feel like it's going to be the same with the Twilight reboot. I think Twilight captured a very specific vibe when it came out. And I don't think we could recapture it. Um, because, well, like they would either try to like, you know, redo the memes, but with no earnestness and it just will like come off as like cynical or they'll like fellow kids try to do it, but like for real. And I don't think there's enough there that you could do it like for real and have it turn out to be a good product.
1: Just throw the Avengers in there. It'll be fine. (laughs) Could we please,
0: could we please get Twilight, but it's set in the MCU?
1: It, it's it's, it's the, the same in. it's
0: the same movie and, just every so often they're like oh iron man iron Man's flying by can't see him he's Thor, gone Thor, now but Thor that sh- was iron man flying Thor just by shows up yeah.
1: it's not even the same actors it's just i don't do I mean, like the spider-man like
0: homecoming a- thing of like characters referencing the avengers well, no it's not stuff. even
1: like any it's like new char- new actors playing old characters yeah but it's supposed to be like a part of the storyline And people are like, who the fuck is this? That's not Iron Man. It doesn't look anything like Robert Downey Jr. Because it's not.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think whatever they do with the Twilight reboot, it will not live up to the original. I think it will not have the same Um, meme potential. And I think meme potential was one of the major things that Twilight had going for it. Right.
1: Uh, I would like to mention too, they're bringing out a reboot of Futurama and I'm excited.
0: I think, for yeah, that. I think I had heard of that. Is it a reboot or are they like doing more of the, they're just bringing and, it back. They're bringing back. They're just bringing okay. Futurama back. Yeah. I, I had heard of that. I, I heard John DiMaggio wasn't going to be in it, uh, but did they, is he, is he in it? I think they fixed that. Yeah. They now paying him enough. That's what to, I was going yeah. to say. Yeah.
1: Also, um, knowing better get uh, put out a new video 10 days ago. Um, Oh, yeah, it was... uh, What
0: was it? I forget.
1: Uh, Alternative Medicine. Mm. God's Alternative Medicine.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, I think that's all we have for reboot news and commentary. Yeah. Now, I do have another segment about Elon Musk being a moron. Uh, Do you want to... You wanna, yeah, you wanna, you wanna, give you wanna just run through that? Shovel all right. It's, that it's, right into my manhead. It's a pretty straightforward series of events. Uh it's I think this all took place over the course of like a week or two. Uh so at towards the end of April, he took away all legacy verifications. So it used to be you had the blue check either if you were a notable public figure, like it had been historically, uh, and that was a legacy verification uh, or you could get the check mark through subscribing to Twitter Blue, and it would say, like, when you click on the check mark, this user is subscribed to Twitter Blue. Uh, they took away all the legacy verifications, so it was just people subscribed to Twitter Blue. And immediately, no celebrities wanted to subscribe, so it was only like weirdo nobodies and like right wing commentators that had the blue check. So. Right. It it just kind of devalued itself overnight. People even like programmed like a like like a like an application that would automatically block every blue checkmark user that you encounter, which I think is I great. That. I think I that's wonderful.
1: That. That's great. <laughs> I love that. Oh, did you? Oh, and then there were some people who were who were buying the checkmark and being verified as big multi billion dollar companies, that and is, then saying dumb shit. By far, the best use of eight dollars.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen so much of that anymore. Uh, but I have seen some people do a little bit of trolling. But yeah, it was awesome when someone uh tweeted as Eli Lilly. Uh oh, tank their stock price. I think they should have oh, just done a the killing blow. Like I think they should have hundreds kept of going. millions
1: of dollars. I think lost. they should have
0: bankrupted hundreds. the company. Yeah. Yo, fuck Eli Lilly. Double down. I'm gonna go on record yeah. and say fuck Eli Lilly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You should start one of those brand wars between Eli Lilly and Pfizer.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so, fun funny. so since it's only like weirdo, nobody's in like Piers Morgan with the check Mark anymore, it's immediately devalued for most people. So anyone that you Obviously, could yeah. get, uh, anyone that you could get to subscribe is no longer interested. And like, I feel like you you've got King? all the people you're going to get. Yeah. Stephen King, was like, yeah, I don't want this. I don't fucking want I'm it. Doing this. I'm, I don't. I don't. I'm not paying for a blue check mark at Elon Musk. Uh, and I I saw. Well, uh, oh, and then I think I,
1: Elon gave it to him for free, and he's just like, I never paid oh, for I'll, this. What do you do? Trust doing?
0: me, I will get to that. But I I wish I had I should have bookmarked the tweet, but I I did write it down uh, to remind myself. But someone uh used an analogy to illustrate the value of Twitter blue. And I don't have the tweet in front of me, uh, but it was to the effect of, you know, you go to Starbucks, you could make coffee at home, but you go to Starbucks for the experience of them writing your name on the cup. Right. Gavin, did you know that that was why people go to Starbucks for someone yeah. to write your That's name it. on a cup? You know, I'm and not you're not empty. paying to be clear. You're not paying for the service of someone making you coffee. You're not paying for the ingredients. You're not paying for someone's labor.
1: Unless you have a paying, different place, I can... You're uh, paying you to get recipe, your name on a cup. Unless you gave me the recipe to make the fucking... What is it? Cookie Crunch fucking ribbon goddamn diabetes <laughs> cholesterol. Basically a milkshake. Basically a milkshake with some coffee in it. No, that's I the would thing. not be surprised if some guy came in it. I, you know, so... Yeah, I know, but I'm like, yeah, I remember no,
0: that name. Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> that's name. the thing, though. A lot of this stuff oh, at Starbucks, you could easily and way cheaper make at home. Uh, I
1: know, and I love the guys. I love the like the the phony like business experts who are like in their 20s on YouTube Shorts who are like, um, actually, you they intentionally wrote your name wrong because then it gives them free fucking advertisement, and it's like I'm I'm pretty sure they just misspelled my name. I really don't think it's that deep. I'm pretty sure they're just they're just underpaid so much that they didn't
0: listen when I said my name. I just yap and, and. I wish I could inhabit their mindset for a day because it, for, yeah, even if you don't know, even if you don't know for sure, if you just Occam's razor this shit, <laughs> I think you could pretty easily figure out with the given information that Starbucks workers don't care about the brand they don't care yeah. about advertising the product. First of all, we all know about Starbucks. Second of mm-hmm. all, that, that, that person there is being paid not enough uh, mm-hmm. to make you coffee. Their job ends right. there, and it ends at the end of their shift. They don't give a fuck. But anyway, not yeah. Maybe. No, you go to Starbucks for them to write your name on the cup.
1: Oh, fuck. we
0: <laughs> inhabit entirely different realities people like us and people like them wait no i
1: pay them so that they can give me my own autograph
0: yeah yeah that's it yeah you want your <laughs> autograph done by someone else yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah yep but yeah no you cup. you mentioned this uh, and that's the next uh event in this series of events uh so because the blue check mark was immediately overnight Devalued. That looked like a big yawn. Discord did not pick it up, but
1: oh no, I yawned silently. Oh, you
0: yawned silently. Cool. It looked like myself on silent mode. It looked like that's all It was a tactical yawn.
1: (laughs) Remember if you're ever in a horror zone, yawn tactically.
0: (laughs) 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 Yo, that yawn had camo on it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway wow, i didn't
1: even see him he vanished for the entirety of that yawn i couldn't see him
0: <laughs> anyway so since the check mark was immediately overnight devalued and no notable figures wanted it back because of course they didn't he started just giving it back to people like stephen king Only some
1: people though well Only some people some
0: people so like stephen king this happened to neil gaiman uh, a bunch of other people uh, a bunch of notable people this happened to, they just got the check mark back. Uh, even dead celebrities. Uh, so I do have a tweet that I'm pulling up. So when this happened, uh, David
1: Bowie got his check mark
0: back. I didn't see that one, but uh, the <laughs> surfs posted a screenshot of Chadwick Boseman's uh, Twitter profile. Oh no! And Norm McDonald's Twitter profile.
1: I think Norm McDonald's would find that funny. I <laughs> I, think I think he, he would. would be like, I think he would. He'd be like, oh, oh, you gave me my checkmark back, huh?
0: Are uh, you going to suck my cock? Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel
1: like that's what he would say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they both got their uh, checkmark back. And someone replied, actually, with uh, a different screenshot of both of their profiles. And the checkmark, like it says, uh, paid next to it. Uh, and also, when you click on it, it, says this user is subscribed to Twitter Blue, um, just blatantly using dead celebrities for false uh, endorsement, which feels like extra in poor taste. Because uh, uh, first of all, it seems I, like
1: a cheap money grab.
0: No, absolutely. Um, but from what I have seen, from from the little research that I did, this seems like a crime. Like this seems, very much seems Listen, it doesn't not, mean
1: that At, at least, that is at least illegal it things, is not Above just beca- board Just because it's it's not illegal Doesn't mean it's actually, not criminal
0: Actually, not all things <laughs> not all Criminal things are legal <laughs> That's the quote, not just all because, legal things are criminal um, <laughs> How did you do that voice? I don't even no, know Not
1: all legal things are criminal I just imagined him I call that Hermit the Frog
0: talking to his crush.
1: I just imagined like him ejaculating like oh I'm oh I'm coming. Oh my god.
0: But anyway, anyway, from what I have seen uh regarding a fucking Oh shit. I'm <laughs> rub me with your large artist's paintbrush i want to fuck a chick with a chick with a dick (laughs) anyway anyway from what i've seen regarding our laws around false endorsement uh it seems like this is illegal what he is doing because he's giving uh check marks back to uh, what it what has been settled upon is every account with over a million subscribers or a million followers uh, has the check checkmark uh, and it says they are subscribed to Twitter blue. There is nothing setting them apart from people that are paying for the service, so they're getting it for free and it's not being disclosed that they did not pay for it, which is just against the law. That's just that's not allowed on the Internet or really anywhere in media. You're not allowed Alex, Alex, to you're advertise Alex, a product. You're
1: you're, I'm sorry, you're forgetting a very important point here, which is that um, Elon Musk
0: is rich. Oh, yeah, I forgot to consider oh. that. Uh, but no, it, yeah. I don't think it's more illegal, but it feels way less ethical to use dead celebrities in your illegal false endorsement campaign. Right, right. Um. But yeah, no, we're back to... uh. A million, people with a million followers or more get the, uh, get the verification without paying for it. So now we are back to the lords and peasants system that Elon Musk complained about, except instead of what it was before, which is if you're a notable figure, you're verified. And if you're not, you're, you're not verified. Instead of that, it's everyone with a million followers gets a thing for free and you got to pay up for it. Right. Which is just worse. It's just, I think it's, actually, I, think it's worse. I think that's
1: the definition of a lords and peasants situation. Absolutely. Actually, I, I, think I think it's the more books. of
0: a lords and peasants thing. Because you're involving money where money was not involved before. Right. Um, but yeah, that's just what I've noticed with every new thing that Elon Musk tries to do with Twitter and I know we do a lot of segments about how stupid Elon Musk is, but I think it's important to to mention uh, richest guy in the world, also among the dumbest. Right. I think it really remember illustrates he, our system. Remember
1: that, remember that one time he came to a Dave Chappelle show and he went on stage and
0: Dave Chappelle was like, here's
1: a microphone. And he just started yelling, I'm rich, bitch.
0: Yeah, because people were booing him right and, then like, the Twitter, Twitter, and then like the next day he was like made it awful he's like "I'm actually um people were booing because um because there was a fight that broke out in the audience and that's why they were booing they were booing the fight that was going on and actually they love me they were actually actually most of the people there were actually applauding me and they love me no, and even, they think i'm even pretty dave
1: Chappelle, even dave Chappelle was like yeah just hang out i hey, just stop yeah. talking i don't know
0: what <laughs> either of them expected to happen I
1: I don't know. Was either. he was
0: Elon Musk gonna do his tight five? Like what his tight <laughs> What his did they five. what what did they see happening? Elon Musk
1: has made one funny joke that I like. And it was, was probably stolen. Well, I maybe. Probably. I, maybe probably chances but are he
0: said Yeah, it was stolen.
1: He was talking about the economics of getting anything to Mars, and he's just like, even if you had um you had a bunch of cocaine that you wanted to send to mars but you're selling it on mars and cocaine goes for like so many hundreds of thousand dollars per like whatever and he's just like even then it's not economical to yeah send kilos of cocaine to mars and i was like ha
0: i don't (laughs) he's right i don't know for sure but i can guarantee like one of his engineers said that i do not think elon musk has had an original thought in his life yeah But yeah, anyway, no, I've, that's, that's the pattern that I've noticed. Elon Musk tries to do something new with Twitter. He ends up committing crimes in the process. Like he's broken a lot of labor laws with the layoffs that he's done with Twitter. Uh, Just everything he's done, a crime has been involved accidentally at some point in the process. And then the end result is we are back to what it was before, but worse. That's the pattern. Elon Musk.
1: Do you remember when Elon Musk invented tunnels?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. As a way to like defund public transit. And then he just never did the project.
1: Oh, uh, for just long enough. Yeah. So that it would make public transit not profitable or something.
0: I don't know. Yeah. He like, I, I, I wasn't it like in San Francisco? It doesn't matter. Uh, whatever the city was. Hyperloop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He promised. So like there was going to be like some expansion of public transit. And then he was like, actually, we don't need that because I'm going to do Hyperloop and it's going to be awesome and it's going to be like even better than public transportation. So they axed the public transit uh, pr- uh, project in favor of his project with the Hyperloop. And then he did like just enough of the project to like get some press <clears throat> and then pff, fucking nothing. Elon Musk is my dad's age. Yeah, dude. I oh, that me. To throw that out there. This this is absolutely an unrelated tangent, um, and I'm only going into this because I did close out my thoughts on the Twitter thing. Uh, but uh, actually, I have I have two uh, recent events regarding Elon Musk's father. So one of them, Elon Musk was like, I don't even know why people are saying that I like got rich from an emerald mine that my parents own. Like, can someone like, oh, I'll give a million, uh, I'll give like a, a whatever amount uh, in Dogecoin to someone if they can prove that my father owned an emerald mine in south africa and then here you go here
1: are the pa- here's the paperwork
0: guess who responded <laughs> with dad. receipts his dad yeah his dad was like he's like actually yeah no we we've been pretty open dad, about yep. this <laughs> yeah we got Elon. very wealthy from my shares in this uh horrible why factory of pain
1: lying? why are you always <laughs> lying oh my god Stop
0: now this next fucking one
1: lying
0: just for the sake of ethics i'm gonna google it real quick because like i know it happened but i just want to i just want to make sure okay hold on hold on Yep, Elon Musk dad stepdaughter. I want you to guess what the story is based on that Google search.
1: Wait, Elon Musk dad stepdaughter. Is that what you typed in?
0: Yep. Well, that's like what Google like autofilled, but like this, it's it's the story that I'm looking for. Um, who was
1: that one director who ended up marrying his
0: Woody Allen? Yeah, he's doing Did a Woody he, Allen. So is he doing a Woody Allen? <laughs> just so you know, this isn't just me saying it. This is from the New York Post. Take that with whatever grain of salt you want, but it's, it's, it's just what's happened. Uh, this is the headline. Elon Musk's dad, 76, confirms secret second child with his stepdaughter. So, I, okay. weird family. <laughs> weird family. I
1: love that Elon Musk's kids are like, we don't like our dad.
0: Dude. I think that's funny. I think yeah. it's quite funny. Dude, his dad is like his dad and his like brother-in-law and like his uncle or something like that. Dude, they got they like that. They got that. I am my own grandpa ass family tree. <laughs> I mean,
1: it, they are white people in South Africa, so they did come from the same inbred yeah. pool
0: of English people. And they're also automatically evil uh, for that fact. Yes. Yes, yep. it, I can't help it. That's just facts. Every yep. Yep. white person that colonized South, South Africa and got rich there is evil, especially during an apartheid government. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we watched a movie this week. We did. We,
1: we watched, we watched uh, Guardians of we the watched... Galaxy yeah,
0: Volume Three. We watched uh, the IMAX. I, I watched the movie. I fell asleep in the movie theater. No you didn't. Why are you lying about that? I fell asleep. What bit is like, this?
1: I fell asleep when we got there. I gave Did you the popcorn and I sat down and I just out like a light. I cried in my sleep. That's that, why I was I was going to say up.
0: that's got to be it. That's got to that's uh, sleep I, crying. actually
1: when I when I have wet dreams I cry. So, um, Of course, of course. That's why they're called wet dreams cuz I came and I cried.
0: Yeah, that's it. Um that is it. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. So we watched this one in IMAX, and I think uh just at the top, I will say it is absolutely worth watching in IMAX.
1: Oh, just be prepared with PETA.
0: Yeah. Dude, if you Oh fuck. Look, to my animal cruelty fans in the audience, you're gonna love this one. If not, <laughs> maybe Maybe just wait until it comes out on digital and just skip the.
1: Oh, dude! It was <laughs> haunting that one scene. That one scene where like his friends are just killed.
0: Dude, right? yeah.
1: Well, well, the otter was killed, right?
0: Yeah, Lila, and he's just. By the standing way, spoilers. There,
1: and he's just standing there screaming.
0: Yeah, dude, that was that was so visceral
1: oh god it ripped my it didn't just rip my like heart out it just like made my brain turn into scrambled eggs yeah well like you know you know that feeling where it's like so emotionally charged but also such a like a a reasonable response to stimuli that your brain is just like not okay with it but also knowing it's completely natural to react that way
0: yeah no yeah like i i think this movie really like takes off the the guardrails that have been on other mcu movies especially lately. Where, like, there's violence, but it's more, like, just bloodless, like, hitting, like, a like you hit a, a monster with some magic. You know, like, that's the extent of the violence for the most part. But, like, in this one, you see a guy get his face mauled off. And, like, you don't see the face. Like, I had heard that scene. Like, I, like I, I saw someone talking about it, and I thought it would be a little, like, I thought they would show the face because of how people were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, But they did show his face later. But yeah, like a guy gets his face mauled off by uh, by a raccoon. Good, absolutely deserved.
1: No, anyone who I was like, yeah, kill the fucker, fucking kill him. Yeah, I I would respect the fuck out of this raccoon if you just fucking offed him.
0: Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. Like the violence, uh, I think it's it's tasteful still. Like it's it's an MCU movie, but it's it's definitely a step above what we've gotten recently feels more real feels more high stakes uh every like like people die and people have died in these movies but like you know you get the sense watching this that like any one of the main characters could just not make it to the end of the movie and i think to be uh first of all they, they all make it all the main characters make it but like i i think that It all comes together to, like, it it gave me the feeling, like, I'm relieved that they made it to the end. Like, I I think with lesser movies, when it's, when you have that similar situation, it's like, oh, these cowards, they didn't kill anyone off. But, like, I'm just glad that everyone made it. But I feel like the stakes were there.
1: Like, I have problems dealing with, like, even in movies. Like, people who are just, like, abjectly cruel Mm -hmm. to anything for no reason. Right? Like, that irks me but for it to happen to like animals Mm -hmm. and add on top of baby animals fully baby animals who are fully who've been who've been augmented in a way that they're fully aware of what's happening
0: yeah these are sentient creatures
1: it's like one thing because like you can i mean you can mercy kill an animal and, and be like they didn't understand but i do yeah right but like when you it's like with that extra layer of like oh and they're also fully cognizant of what is happening
0: yeah they have goals and they think about the future yeah
1: um so when they were like killed were they shot or like was it they had like a kill switch in them
0: uh they were shot it was yeah rocket breaks out of like his cage he makes the key card Mm -hmm. uh which i i thought the foreshadowing on that was cool because like you see it at the beginning and you don't really know what it Mm -hmm. is but then it's like, oh fuck, that's something that had a lot of value to him. I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, he breaks out and he like has that shootout with like the guards, and you think like, oh man, he made it out unscathed. Then he looks behind him; all of his friends are dead. Yeah, devastating. Yeah, absolutely devastating. Oh, fucking hell! But yeah, the the villain. I... Uh, this is probably one of the best MCU villains, uh, just because what they do with him, they do it so well. We're like a lot of them like, you know, like a Thanos, like you kind of get his motivations and you can sympathize, you know, with some of the villains. And like, that's a good quality to have. But it's also good when you can just do like a purely evil fucking dude, just a guy that that wants to do evil Nazi experiments. Right. And who has no
1: capacity for compassion or mercy or anything
0: yeah and you build him up throughout the whole movie as this like evil dude this ruthless guy and then it's so cathartic at the end when they're all beating up on him
1: it's like it's like that but like also you only hear about the awful things that he has done and then you see it yeah and you're like i i personally want to punch the actor I I don't. I don't. I'm sure the actor's a very nice gentleman. Um, No, it's
0: one of those things, though, where, like, you feel so strongly about the character because of the writing and the performance that you're like, oh, man, if I ever see that actor in real life, it's on site. Shit. And, like, you know. Uh, Take You know.
1: (laughs) Give me my PETA membership card. I'm going in. Still, (laughs) that (laughs) lizard brain part of
0: you is like, I'm going to, dude, I'm going to throw some red paint on him, and then I'm going to... I'm gonna finish the job. Quite frankly,
1: I hate to. I hate to. I'm pull gonna a do Mark what Rocket Walberg couldn't here. do. I hate to pull a Mark Wahlberg here, but if I mean, if I were there, me, man,
2: if if it had was been me. me.
0: <laughs> no, tell me what you would do.
1: My only, uh, I would kill them. Yeah, all of them. Not the animals. I would let no. the animals go yeah. and be happy, but oh, especially because, like, all they wanted was to see the sky that yeah. was it that was it they never that was got it. To. that was all they
2: ah!
1: Ah! ah that's what i think about that my only complaint about the movie is that they never played something in the way by nirvana <laughs> yeah
0: this should have just been the batman yeah why wasn't this the batman i am just as
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um yeah. but anyway I if think I the play on 9 <laughs> there would be <laughs> I think all of the characters were were very well done. I I think every member of the team gets enough time to shine. I don't think any of them are sidelined really. And I I think they all they they get to shine, they get to demonstrate like you know their role uh I guess. But like you know you see Drax like be a father you get a strong right, sense right. of of these characters individually. They don't just feel like, and this is especially important with the like the recent MCU stuff. Every character starts to feel the same. Like these these characters feel very distinct in a way that I like. Um, um and they have what, like actually, real, real fucking complaint. problems. They're dealing with real shit.
1: I, I do have a real complaint though. Yeah. So they just get done with all of this, and then they're all in a room like, okay, cool. What do we do now? And then like everyone's like, yeah, I'm done with this whole Guardians thing and rocket's like wait so that's 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 it we're just done now you put me in charge of the guardians of the galaxy and now you're all just going to take a hike
0: yeah well i mean that's kind of the nature of the team like it it, it kind of has a rotating roster like in the comics ah. that's kind of how it is and it it just makes sense like there's they 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 really go for like this sense of finality with this with this installment and like yeah, I, I think that serves, uh, I, I think it serves the series well to end it on this note. You know, like you still got the new team. You still got Adam Warlock and Rocket and Phyla, who is actually a, a character who was in the most recent run that just finished up like last year. Um, so like there's, there's, there's a future there, you know, but there's like a finality to this iteration of the Guardians, and I like that.
1: I so when when Rocket was mauling that one guy's face off. Yeah. Um, I was cheering in the same sense that I cheer for bulls when they finally like when they're in that like in Spain. Yeah. In the arena and they finally get the motherfucker and the dude loses like a testicle.
0: Oh, I'm I'm a fan of that. Oh fuck yeah, get him! the definition of fuck around and find out.
1: Yeah. Actually though. Um, and it just, I just, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to be cheering for the, for the dude who has the cape, but fuck him. <laughs> no, Dude. No, fuck him. Fuck him. You're messing with a literal, but bo- like that's where the saying came from.
0: Yeah. He, he is an anti-hero at best.
1: Right. So a I was like, yeah, rocket. Yeah. Rocket. Like take out. A, you know what? One thing I am disappointed out about though, is that he didn't take out an eye. At least take out a fucking <laughs> yeah. eye. At least remove his ability to yeah. see
0: yeah no it is it is satisfying at the end when they like when they corner the bad guy they get him pinned down they peel his face off show what rocket did to him uh it's like i said to you in the theater he's like two-faced but both sides are fucked up you know yeah. like, it's both the shit yeah. half uh, right and then i like to think it was, and then, like, then, it was then they just little- take never- turns beating him down and i love that
1: i love that. Oh. I I think it's funny though, like there are these little rectangles holding his face on, I guess. Mm hmm. Were those just like magnets? Was he just holding his face it on was with like
0: magnets? Fucking clips or something. I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. Like that yeah. you
1: need to have good blood flow to the skin, my guy, for it to not
0: I fucking space magic. S- Let's just say magic. it was space magic. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, I, I I really like it. I I think um yeah, I think even, like, Peter Quill, I think he had a decent arc. Uh, I, I like what they did with him, where it it feels a lot more introspective than a lot of other series, where, like, before wait, he... I'm sorry, wait,
1: Peter Quill? I thought you said Mario.
0: Yeah, no, the the Mario cameo in this movie. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. If you close your eyes, you can see him.
0: Yeah, no, like, a lot, <laughs> a lot of characters, like, they just gotta get the girl, and, like, that's it, but... I, with this, it's more like why do you want the girl? Like, yeah, you want to get the girl, but why? What is your motivation here? Uh, do you want a companion, or are you just trying to like fill a hole? And I think the I'm a horny. <laughs> yeah, I think the um the the metaphor that uh that that Drax says uh, on behalf of Mantis uh, about like the lily pads and learning to swim. I think that's uh I think that's a very good uh way of of putting it. I think that uh, his arc learning to move on but also like not need Gamora, I think is, uh, I think that was well done. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny that he ends up on Earth. Uh, just the idea of this guy who's done space adventures, like retiring <laughs> with his grandfather. I think right. that, that just kind of tickles me. <laughs> like, how do you come down from that? You're just eating cereal. How do you come down from that? You don't. You can't. What happened? The only people
1: who would understand that is like Buzz Aldrin,
0: right? Like Buzz Aldrin crossed with a war veteran.
1: Like he lands on the goddamn moon, walks around a bit, comes home to adoration, and then he's just sitting in his living room eating cereal.
0: Dude, yeah, I think Star Lord being kind of a moron is the only thing stopping him from going full William Shatner. And wait, you mean just like talk singing? No, no, no not. Th- <laughs> yeah, that.
1: Hey, you want to hey. live
0: like common people? <laughs> so That's some of his best what? work, including Star Trek. But no, like after William Shatner went to space <laughs> with Jeff Bezos, he came back and he was like posting like like his thoughts, his musings about like the world. And like how he saw like the, the world with no borders that along those lines, um, but yeah, he just got very like philosophical after going to space, I think he
1: also said like he said he looked up uh into space, and all he said all he saw was uh black inky death, yeah, and I'm like, that fair, that's good, po- good, that point. good point. that goes hard. point that and goes I hard and I love how he said that, and then, like probably Jeff Bezos is like, don't say
0: that. He's like, but you still love capitalism, right?
1: Come on. Come on. I, on, man. I still get Captain to be rich, right? Captain Kirk. <laughs> come, come, on. On. Like, come on. Come
0: on. Um, yeah. But anyway, speaking of <laughs> going hard, uh, another great thing about this movie, uh, in my opinion, is the action sequences uh, and like the, the needle drops. Those go hand in hand uh, and they, they come together to form some of the hardest scenes in any movie. Uh, just amazing, especially that hallway fight scene. Uh, like the one shot where they're all like just going off on these like mm-hmm. the 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 high evolutionaries guys. Amazing, amazing. Which also, action. I feel
1: bad for them because these are like animals that were tortured and brutalized beyond any comprehension. They all went through what Rocket went through.
0: What the people they're beating up?
1: Like the all the yeah.
0: No, they were beating all up those, like, like the War people Pit. that worked for him. That worked for the oh, high evolution, like
1: War Pig and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, war pig. Yeah, but like Like these. I was I was gonna say I was gonna say yeah, but he's a pig, like referring to him as like a cop, but it's just a literal pig.
1: But like, make no mistake, though. Like this, I mean, he is acting on behalf of an adversary, but in and of himself is a victim.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I feel like a different superhero team would have been like. Oh,
1: but the Morale Captain America would have handled that differently. Oh,
0: but there's always another way. But the Guardians are just a bunch of stone-cold killers. And I love uh, yeah, them for that. Yeah. I love them for that. But no, it's like are we really going to get all hung up on this one enforcer who has had like you know, who who is just an obstacle, you know? Like they're they're fighting on behalf of of this horrible guy. Are we really going to like go easy on him and potentially get killed by war pig what cuz we're cuz we're hung up on on how war pig got here mm-hmm. like come on Wait, we got to stop the bad guy
1: so are the guardians of the galaxy like the generic avengers no
0: no they're just a different uh superhero team and they operate kind of differently too uh we're like the avengers First of all, it depends on, like, if you're talking about the movies or the comics, because they're kind of fundamentally different in in each, like, iteration, but, like, in the MCU, the Avengers are, like, a paramilitary, like, hit squad, basically, uh, whereas the Guardians of the Galaxy are just kind of, at least from what we've seen in the movies, and it's a lot more similar to the comics than the Avengers are, but they're mostly just, like, a found family kind of thing, like just a bunch of like fighters that you know are they, they they don't really have a home but they found a home with each other and they get by by like stopping threats for like like in in exchange for money a lot of the time like if the people can afford it that that are hiring them but they also just do a lot of like stopping the bad guy for the oh, sake like, of stopping the bad guy
1: like in at the last i think it was the last scene after the credits they're like why are we stopping these rabid dogs from destroying this village? And Rockets like, cause no one else can. And we
0: can. Yeah. Yeah. The no one else will do it. <clears throat> the way that the guardians operate like in the comics and as we've seen in the, in the, in the movies, like it, it, it's kind of like, yeah, they need credits to get by. So like, if you can pay them to stop like whatever thing from destroying your village, like they'll accept it. But if they're there and there's a thing that is a threat, they'll stop it regardless. Like it's, it's that kind of thing. Right. They're like sorta mercenaries, but yeah, no, that's uh. anyway, the action is very good. Is what I was saying. But uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'd say best movie ever.
1: It's definitely up there. Definitely... I don't think I could mentally handle watching it again.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I really don't. I'm definitely ordering the, like a, like a 4k, like steelbook when it comes out Mm -hmm. because I like it that much. It's just heartbreaking. It is all around
1: just really heartbreaking. Yeah. What did you think of the Um,
0: soundtrack?
1: It was good. It was good. I I I think it
0: it didn't feel as cohesive as the other ones.
1: Right. I mean, I I was more focused on the plot.
0: Mm. Yeah, no understandable. Yeah. That is important when watching a movie. I think it didn't have as like cohesive of like a theme as the other ones. Like the other ones like, were of like a certain era and they like tied in way more with the care, like mostly the character of, of star Lord and his mother, but like it tied in well with like the narrative with these, it's just kind of like you throw in whatever sounds cool, which yeah, your left leg in, you yeah. throw your right <laughs> arm
1: out, you throw yeah. your right leg in and you shake it all about, you watch the guardians yeah. of the galaxy and you fucking whatever. Yeah. get more uh, is fucking hot.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's it. Although her
1: sister, I think, is hotter.
0: Yeah, no, dude, uh, respectfully, Karen Gillan, wonderful looking lady.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm saying the character as portrayed in, as portrayed in the movie.
0: Yeah, I just, I just don't want to be objectifying, but yeah. Oh, right, I just,
1: I I don't, I'm sure the lady, I'm sure the lady who played, uh i don't even remember nebula. the character or the person's name nebula the blue <laughs> one yeah yeah but she was also very strong and independent and i thought that was very yeah cool yeah
0: yeah good actor i loved
1: her i loved her huge just voluptuous independence.
0: yeah yeah that's it yep, yep. yeah yeah anyway best, uh, movie ben, best, uh, best movie ever future
1: employer i'm joking best best movie
0: ever uh, it was good.
1: I, th- I, it was really good. Just really, it was a bit heartbreaking for me.
0: Yeah. Now, anyway, it is unclear. We are, as you put it, in a constitutional crisis. Uh, it is kind of unclear whose turn it is to pick. Uh, of course, we did review Prometheus. Uh, it's just the file got corrupted or whatever. Um, and then Guardians was like kind of both of our choice. So, I will. Nice. You know you always
1: have good ideas for movies to watch, so I'm gonna defer to your All right
0: judgment before before I decide anything, I'm gonna see when the Dungeons and Dragons. Movie I swear
1: is. to God if it's anything related to Twilight, I am going to snipe you. We ran from out a of
0: rooftop. We ran <laughs> out of uh, of Twilight movies.
1: I swear to God if you find a way, if you find some goddamn snuff film, it's like, oh, here's Twilight but like,
0: <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I, I'm looking up the Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, uh Blu-ray release date. Oh, it's coming out at like the end of June. So Oh no, hold on. It says this title will, will be released on May thirtieth, so we'll wait a couple of episode cycles to go through that to get and then we'll uh we'll do that. Um Oh, you know what? Renfield. <coughs> Renfield uh came out on
1: Oh wait! Can we watch that Lincoln biopic? <laughs> I really want We've to watch it. Over,
0: you can watch it. You're welcome to watch it, but I don't think we can squeeze any content out of that. I really. I love th- the
1: part where I love the part where the slaves are freed. <laughs> no,
0: that was a great historical event. I will not. Uh, I will not contradict you on that. Um, but no, Renfield came out recently uh, on Blu-ray. I will get us a copy and we will uh we will let's let's do that. It's supposed to be good. It's uh the Nicolas Cage uh, vampire movie. Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah. Plays yeah, a Dracula. Fun. And it has Which, by the way the he's always wanted
1: to play Dracula.
0: You know what? Good on him. I think he's a good yeah. fit. I haven't seen the movie yet. Haley saw it. She said it's very good. Um and you know, here's another side thing, just because I, I saw it on my screen. Uh, In the Tall Grass, 2019 uh, Netflix movie. Watched it a few days let's ago. Just watch Renfield. It's decent. Yeah, Renfield. Um, Yeah, let's do next week, Renfield. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, I wrote that. Renfield. Renfield. So watch it uh, or don't, but we will spoil it next week. Unless the yes, file gets yes. corrupted and we uh, do a different thing, like with Prometheus. With Howard Dean again. Yeah.
1: we have to call him again. Yeah.
0: Maybe we'll we'll have, have to have him on again for, this, for a second time. I'm just yeah. glad that we have this one. Hold on. I'm glad that we have this one clip of him from, from last week's episode. And then for some reason he said this.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are all domestic terrorists.
0: But rest assured, I, I disavow like, that.
1: I feel like that was from Fox News. I feel like Fox News would say
0: that. No, it was Howard Dean, if you can believe it. Oh yeah, I remember actually from, sorry, in the my episode. <laughs> a little hazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you want to get to recommendations?
1: <laughs> I actually have a couple. If I can just swing them out. You of them. do? Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. Just, just shit them out here. I have. <laughs> I have been, uh, shit about, yeah, shit out your recommendations. Yeah. Shit i (laughs) out. Um, (laughs) I have been, uh, listening to a podcast lately called, uh, it's called newbie Star Trek. Um, there are a bunch of people who are watching the, um, uh, the Star Trek next generation. And they're, they do uh, like a podcast episode for each episode of Star Trek that they watch. Oh, cool. Um, and it's it's just really cool because it's really refreshing to get out of some of the Star Trek bullshit, kind of whatever, like how Wesley Crusher repeatedly has stolen control of the enterprise as like a fun, like, oh look at me! I'm a smart kid. And it's like you you realize you can't do that,
0: Wesley. Yeah. You're,
1: if we're under attack, we're fucked. You yeah. understand? Why didn't that, you Wesley? think of that,
0: Wesley?
1: Come on, fucking goddamn. And like all the like all the funny little plot points, like for instance, there's one episode where Picard finds a girlfriend and it's like a multi it, it happens throughout multiple seasons where they pepper her in into episodes. Um, But she hasn't met William Riker, who's the the stud of the show. And she's in like a fucking bar on the Enterprise and she's drinking her drink and looking out the window and Riker comes up to her. Mind you, she has never met Riker. Riker comes up to her and he goes, "Infinity has never looked so gorgeous." And she looks at him dead ass and just says, "Oh, you must be Riker."
0: <laughs> nice. Because she
1: just picked up on the fact that he's just like this overly sexual dude.
0: Yeah. And... It, was he? Did he play a part in the inspiration of uh, the guy from uh, Futurama, the, the captain uh, guy, Zach Brannigan? Yeah, Zach is that is that Brannigan.
1: That was no, that was William Shatner. That proved to be that
0: inspiration. Yeah. I just, I can't help but feel that that kind of vibe was really channeled into that character.
1: Right, right. Um, I I could see it. I could definitely see it. Um, anyway, just very good uh, podcast, especially that's if you just want to like fall asleep because they, they actually have a pretty good like monotone. I wouldn't even say monotone. A very good cadence to their voice. That's very calming. Yeah. And nice to fall asleep to. Um, and listen, if you're a Star Trek nerd.
0: Um, I will say, and this uh, is a point of pride for me. Uh, but Jacob Barr, who is one of one of my recommendations, actually, uh, local comedian, just taped his uh, his uh, special. Uh, he said that he watched my uh, YouTube videos and he said that I have a calming voice, and uh, that has been keeping me going. Thank you. I that has been that. keeping me going. Yeah. Uh, through the winter, That's awesome. metaphorically speaking, you know, he said it to so, me very recently.
1: I want to mention, Alex, like, I'm so impressed with your ability to get out there and do your thing and then, like, find really awesome, like, people who who appreciate what you're trying to do and will, you know, give you really constructive uh, information and, like, you just make awesome connections and... I find that very impressive and cool. Yeah. And I think you should keep doing that.
0: I appreciate you saying that. I've been trying to make more connections. I just haven't really, I, I my problem I think is I never got good at talking to people I want to talk to. I get, I psych myself out. Yeah, no, like my, like I, I always kind of had friends like come to me like in, in like school and stuff. Mm. Like I was kind of like king of the least cool kids. Don't let them, don't let them hear me <laughs> say that. But no, I think they And then agree. I came along
1: and I dethroned you.
0: Like, you know how I made Jared uh, Snowcoming King. That was my lane. That was my lane being the coolest of the uncool. Oh. So I, I just I never I got good at
1: where was I?
0: That was uh that was you would have been a first year. Well like it would have been your okay. second year, but you no, were first year. No, I'm talking on the film. social
1: status in high school. I oh. don't even know where I was. I have no idea. It was all a
0: drunken blur. <laughs> yeah did you drink it was
1: all an, it was all an opiate fueled drunken blur
0: yeah 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 you were living that a uh, rock star lifestyle
1: right but like no fun it yeah. was just <laughs> i don't like i don't i, don't I did it.
0: not enjoy a single moment i
1: did, i fucking <laughs> hated it <laughs> i hated it even college is bittersweet even college is like it's like i i let me tell you this okay like i'm not sure if i should be saying this on a podcast but you might want to i don't know I, I don't think it's that bad i'll, I'll just you I'll, I'll
0: edit it in such a way that you're like i don't know if i should say this on the podcast and then it's just two straight minutes of a, I, of a sensor beep
1: I didn't pass one of my classes, which was judicial process, but it's not because I got like a 50%. It's because mm-hmm. you need to get a C in the class to pass. If it's your major. Okay. So like I have a political science major. If I don't get a C in judicial process, which goes toward that major, you don't pass. I got a 70%, which is a C minus. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. I mean, I failed technically speaking, but I didn't fail per se.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Um, and all of my other classes i have b's and a's like i have three three other classes two b's one a like it's fine mind you i didn't read any of the books that they told me i had to read <laughs> i know, didn't you know i think that helps i
0: didn't <laughs> i think it helps if you read the material
1: <laughs> but it only proved to be an issue with that one class yeah or maybe a contributing factor at the very least since i still got a 70 um but my my point is i feel like, academia is a little bit full of bullshit. Oh, for sure. I feel like it's a whole lot of bullshit sometimes, especially when they're like, you need to have this book to go to, to get to properly get through this this course. And I'm like, also, the book is three hundred dollars
0: and I'm the only one selling it because I wrote it.
1: Right. And it's like and I didn't even read it. And I passed the class with a with a B. You know what?
0: That's like, a skill. That is a useful skill. Is it? I feel like a fraud. <laughs> I do! I do! I didn't... You know what? Universities (sighs) are a fraud, and if you fraud a fraudster, that's just... You're making a positive change in the world, in my opinion.
1: Oh, man. I don't even... It's like... But it's also super, like, why the fuck am I doing this if it's not... If it's just for
0: show? Yeah. It kind of reminds me of... And I might have told you this before, but uh, it reminds me of uh, ninth grade English. We were reading The Odyssey... And I didn't read past, like, the third page, uh, and, like, one of our, like, final, like, tests for that, like, unit, uh, like, regarding, like, that book uh, was we had to, like, talk to the teacher about it and, like, talk about, like, the themes or, or whatever, and right, I did right. exceptionally well. Just cause I <laughs> just cause I like made some stuff up that was like vague yeah, enough that like sounded to know, like, like it three fit. Three
1: plot points. I was, you needed no know three plot points. Well
0: I like I looked at like the spark notes. So like I knew like yeah. kind of the layout of it. And I just like it's great. I just said some shit about like the father son dynamic. That's all you really need. Just gotta yeah, bullshit your way <laughs> enough sure. that you can yeah. you can get through.
1: Um yeah, uh I uh I don't know. I but just, anyway, I just, anyway, the Star Trek fan cast, the so fan cast,
0: it's fan, fan podcast. Star Trek. Oh. It's Good. But, uh, it's very good. It reminds anyway, me of, you can,
1: was okay. Wait, but was that, was that uh revelation that I just
0: gave you something that should be cut out? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no, because if it is, that's more work for me. Okay. Also, I think, Uh, I think you would be in the minority if you read all of the materials for all of your classes. Yeah. I think it's kind of expected that, that students are going to bullshit their way through college. As long as you like gain the necessary skills and you're not like complete psycho or a complete fraud, you're fine. You're fine to be loose in society. But anyway, um, yeah, to cap off your recommendation with the Star Trek fan podcast. So that, that's like a fan thing, right? It's not like people in the show. Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, I saw a Scott Kramer video about like uh, like rewatch podcasts, which is like a whole genre now, especially since the pandemic. Like you got like the office ladies one where it's like the two of the people from the office like talking about episodes of it and you have one for like the wizards of Waverly place, but it's like two of the side characters. You have right. Actually there's an C classified one, which I hear is pretty good, but yeah, definitely the best ones are the ones that are done like by the fans and people that like mm-hmm. care enough to actually like, you know, produce a good show.
1: And I, I really appreciate this um, podcast because as the least, one that I think we do. I already said this, but yeah, this yeah, one this and one. the one that I'm mentioning um because uh the one that I'm, I'm i'm referencing here uh it they have a really good way of like getting around the star trek bullshit and being like yeah but this doesn't make any fucking sense why they would do that
0: yeah like like what, I, like like, uh, like weird lore stuff
1: Oh, it's like you might have like a medical issue, but it's like you guys fixed something exactly like that, like two seasons back.
0: Yeah, no, that reminds me. Now you can't fix it. (laughs) That reminds me. I was I forgot I was gonna say with the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. You know how they have those like med pack things that like you strap on and it just like fixes whatever's going on with you. Yeah, that feels like it has wild implications for the entire MCU. Right or um because they only oh, the God. thing is they only introduce that stuff in situations where it no longer works so like right those med packs right. were not a thing until they needed to demonstrate just how fucked rocket was
1: yeah yeah
0: and now it feels like if there's any especially like a space faring like character if they get injured right then it's kind of like well wait wait, wait 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 why don't you just put the thing on the why don't you put on the yeah. space magic that makes you healthy again?
1: Yeah. Also, those would be I, sold I, at
0: like a fifty thousand percent markup on Earth. Oh,
1: right, one hundred percent. Um, uh, there's some th- some plot things with Star Trek, especially with phasers, where it's like you have you have energy weapons. Um, why are you like medically knocking people out any other way than using the the stun feature right. of the phaser? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Just I, use the stun feature. Yeah. It,
0: do they write in any like detail that's like because I could see it being excused if it was like, oh, but it gives you like a little bit of cancer, you know, like it you just a smidge. It gives you like just a smidge. It's like walking through like the x-ray at the airport, you know, like that it, like it won't hurt you, but if you do it too much, maybe there's a problem. Like, is there something right. like that with the stun thing? I don't know. I, I have because no I idea. could see it being hand waved like that. Like, oh, we gotta, we actually gotta do earth medicine because, because, uh, um, because, uh, because they, because uh, the or gives you or here's the other little, thing. A here's, of, here's, just a smidgen a, of cancer.
1: Here's the thing. They still do like open heart surgery, even though you could easily just like beam the old heart out and <laughs> beam the new heart in. Yeah. Why you gotta still open them up? Well, right. you still do that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, do I, I don't want to spend too much time, because I, I, I'm i going to say this again. I really want to enjoy this weather. It is so fucking nice out. It's really nice. I'm going to take an edible, and I'm going to lay in the grass.
1: Fuck yeah, dude. Um, I forgot the
0: rest of my whatever's. So. Awesome. That's why That's I tell you yours. to write them down. Did I share the show notes with you? Okay, I did. No. I did. No, like didn't. a month 19. ago, no you didn't back when I thought we were gonna publish a second episode in April. no, no, by no, the no. way, shout out to all the new people uh downloading our back catalog we got let me let me check the analytics again. uh shout and they're out you're all
1: future employers
0: they, <laughs> in April, I think we only published like one maybe two episodes in April, but we got three hundred and eighty five downloads in April, which is exceptional numbers for us. Uh, and I just want to say thank you to all of the people that uh, did listen to the back catalog. And all of them are, and I assured Gavin of this, future employers.
1: Yes. Don't worry about that.
0: Are. Um, <laughs> But yeah, for the month you of May, laughed. for the month of May, uh, we're up to 92 downloads, despite you know, not publishing yet this especially, month.
1: Especially, Especially when it's cold outside, I got the month of May. I guess you'd say... What could make me feel this way? My girl. Uh, uh no podcasts. Oh. I'm talking about podcasts. Podcasts.
0: Podcasts. It <laughs> 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 was so stupid. But anyway, uh transitioning into my first recommendation. Uh touching grass. Uh, I wrote this down the last time the weather was nice and <laughs> is it has circled like a, is back like around to being relevant again. No, just going outside ah. and touching grass, just enjoying the oh, yeah, nice cool. weather. See, I wrote Hell, this even smoke some grass. I wrote this like a month ago when the weather got super nice and then the weather got terrible. But it's been so long uh, since we recorded it except Peninsula. for the one that got corrupted. Um, but yeah, now it is beautiful again. You should have seen it in the Upper Peninsula, too,
1: because it was like a weekend of like, oh, it's 68 degrees and sunny. And then it's like, now there's slush on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's it's sleeting.
0: Yeah. 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 But, yeah, no, I, I fully endorse. And and this is something that I, I think I've only just recently come to appreciate. Uh, I fully endorse uh, just going outside and enjoying the weather you know laying just laying on like a blanket outside haley and i have a quilt that we lay on outside and uh it's just nice i uh i, I read a lot of comics now and i like to go outside and read those it feels better than sitting inside you be reading. working alex why aren't you contributing to the no, gdp you're right. alex you're right i should contribute more to the gdp then yeah. maybe we'd get some prosperity <laughs> trickling down to us
1: yeah. i think i think we should we should i, th- I think we should all contribute to something called the gross domestic penis
0: yeah <laughs> dude i don't know what that that's all i got that's, uh,
1: what where
0: was that going i don't know it's like the it's like the mirror flip like bizarro version of wet-ass pussy mm.
1: you know oh yeah no actually sorry. get a bucket Not you know, and a mop
0: of... for this gross domestic this... penis <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I have this bit in my head that I can't figure out a, a punchline to so I it's it's based off of the Dunning-Kruger effect which is just a, some just fucking google it I, I know, know what it is um yeah trust me I, um, know. I
0: want I, I know, know I know what I, it is. I know what I it know <laughs> uh
1: excuse me I'm a business guy on YouTube I know what the Dunning-Kruger effect is
0: I um I went to business school I learned to color i
1: learned to excuse me i went to business school i know the dunning kruger effect is anything that can go wrong will go wrong anyway so i have this bit so it's like i want to make it like the stunning cougar effect uh but i can't think of what that would mean
0: yeah i don't know how to make that funny like it's it's a fun little bit of wordplay
1: right feels like like a part of a
0: bigger bit that doesn't exist yet
1: right yeah
0: yeah, no, I I get those all the time, and I'm like, how, how do I construct a bit around this one turn of phrase? Right, and it can't. Yeah, I can't. I'm not smart enough. I yeah, don't really got the smarts. I didn't read the textbook, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read the uh, three hundred dollar textbook that I am the only one selling because I wrote it. Uh, yeah, I should start. You know what I? Sh- you know what for this show I should start. Uh, making short films for us to review and making you buy it.
1: <laughs> Fuck
0: Patreon. Yeah.
1: We got Gavin.
0: <laughs> Yo, I wanna thank uh Gavin for, for supporting the show. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's let's get through these recommendations. Uh so Jacob Barr, I mentioned him earlier. He said a nice thing to me and it has fueled my ego ever since. Uh, He taped a new special with 4x3 Productions, and I have no idea when it will be available to watch, so I guess subscribe to 4x3 on YouTube and just wait for them to upload the special. Uh, I was there when it was taped, and it was a very fun show. It was a great night. It was uh, honestly one of the best shows that I have been to in a long time. That's awesome. Yeah. It's great. He's a he's yeah. a good comedian. Good fella. Good good fella. Kind of kind of a, kind of a, kind of kind of a kind of a cutie. Yeah. Heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um but yeah, it's a good special. Uh, I would definitely recommend watching it and I will probably uh post about it on social media when it is up. Uh anyway, I want to I want to speed through the the next bit of these because i want to get outside i want to touch some fucking grass anyway this is a video that i watched very shortly before recording but i think it'll be useful for us and a lot of people listening uh it is worst productivity advice for people with adhd it's from a youtuber who has adhd and she talks about her experience with like trying to be productive she was diagnosed uh, i think she said at 18 so wait
1: is, what's her channel called
0: uh, let me, let me, let me, let me click on it. Hold on. Uh, Foster on the Spectrum. They have 35,000 no, subscribers. So they have 35,000 more subscribers than us. And they really don't need us, uh, uh, fueling traffic, funneling traffic toward them. But yeah, no, it's, uh, seems like a good channel. This is the first video I've seen, uh, from this person, but, uh, it was good. Uh, it's like eight minutes. Uh, and I, I found a lot of it relatable because she talked about, like, at the beginning about how before she was diagnosed with ADHD, she thought she was just, like, just worse at productivity and just worse at, like, getting stuff done. And she didn't just realize was, there was, like, I just a I diagnosable... Re- yeah, no, that. Like, like that's, that's the experience. And I have not gotten any diagnosis yet. Uh, and I don't want to, like come off like I'm trying to, like, self-diagnose or, like, insert myself, but I relate to a degree, uh, a very high degree, to, like, ADHD content and, like, like that kind of, like, that genre of, of of content and, like, people talking about that experience. I relate to it to a degree that if it ends up that I don't have it, I will be shocked. Like, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, take that with whatever grain of salt you want maybe i'm just just, lazy maybe that's it
1: what if the doctor just like looks up from his from his goddamn clipboard and it's just like well mr myers uh you're just a fucking idiot
0: yeah (laughs) turns out you're just (laughs) not applying yourself
1: turns out you're just uh fucking lazy i'll still write you a script for adderall though that
0: shit's fine yeah uh i never got diagnosed with adhd as a child but I did get diagnosed by every teacher with a horrible disease called not applying yourself. Yeah, Gavin nodded to that.
1: No, just like give me something that I want to apply myself to then.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that was my thing. I'm like, I don't care. That's why I didn't read the Odyssey. I could, you know what? (laughs) I just don't fucking care. You know Uh, what? I would probably read it now if it was presented in such a way that was like... You know, maybe a bit updated, a bit less dry. Like, it, mm. uh, the the version that we read, at least, was, like, still kind of, like, the old-timey translation of it, you know? Like, if it was, like—if like it had some fucking pictures, if it was—I don't want to say if it was a comic book, because I feel like that's a bad look, but if it was a graphic novel— uh, no, if it was like that kind of thing, like if it, if they just updated the presentation of it to fit the modern era, I think it would be a very interesting story. It seems like a cool story to read. Seems very epic. Well, I
1: mean, I, I just find the whole, like, I know reading's important, but like, I also have dyslexia, so it's like a, it's double whammy for me sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of but, ableist um, that we
0: prop up reading to the degree that we do in this modern era.
1: Well, I mean, also, like, um... The reason we came up with writing was because the person who says the shit can't always be there to say the shit, right. so we wrote it down. But now we have the internet, so the dude who said the shit can always be there to say the shit. So why do we need
0: books? Well, like I get why we need books. Like I, I still get the need at for at least the...
1: for recreation. You know, like yeah. Well, like
0: it's, it's I, still I like hey, it's, it's still me. important to like write down information and, and store it. But I just I feel like. Books have just become like a, a weird relic that we prop up uh, like disproportionately, like dis- like disproportionate to its right. worth as a medium. Yeah. Like I think books are like they're good. People enjoy them. And I think if you enjoy books, good for you. Uh, I enjoy uh, like, like comics. I enjoy like I get it. I get reading a, a thing on paper in front of you. I get I get the whole experience. But I think it's weird that we, like, view reading books as, like, somehow better than consuming other mediums. You know what I mean? Like, if you want... Is that another silent yawn, or did Discord just not pick it up?
1: It just didn't pick
0: it just up. Didn't. Oh, cool. Awesome. Uh, but I actually screamed pretty loudly, too. Nice. Nice. Awesome. I'd be disappointed if you didn't. But no, we, like, we prop up books as, like, being just more moral than watching tv or even reading a comic book or like any other similar medium and i i just i think at this point it's kind of ableist that we prop it up because like you said a lot of people have dyslexia and they just can't enjoy it to that degree but if you accommodate for that they are happy to consume the 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 information or the story
1: like often people who are like with adhd and dyslexia who are are tested on things that they know a lot about and are interested in they excel like oh yeah i totally get that i relate to that no like the dude who did my dyslexia testing was like and i don't mean to be like oh look at me look how smart i am but he he did say he's just like when it comes to just general knowledge i guess i have the the knowledge base of like an undergrad student and this was like four years ago yeah um and I was like, oh, cool, because I feel dumb most of the days. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just to hear that, like, hey, it's not your brain. It's the way your brain works that isn't compatible with how school teaches.
0: Yeah. Well, like, I, I relate to that, too, because in the fourth grade, I had, uh, like, a like a like above a 12th grade reading level, uh, but I also struggled and continue to struggle very heavily with executive function. Okay. So like, that's a lot of why I struggled in school, despite like doing very well when I'm like tested on the material, I just like could not get myself to do like the homework and stuff, especially when it was like boring as shit.
1: And, but that, it made me really good at doing, um, like all the work all at once Yeah. just to get it done with.
0: (laughs) No, totally.
1: But like next to the deadline, like you have an hour to
0: do a a two week long project. Oh, I totally still
1: managed to get like an 80 on it. So I don't like what.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll throw in a recommendation for healthy gamer GG, uh, on YouTube. He's also on Twitch, but he's like, uh, he's, I want to say like a psychologist or at least something adjacent to that. But I think he's like a therapist, but he's like that kind of specialist. And he talks a lot about like ADHD and like autism, like that, like that, general like vibe like that field of of, of stuff and he's also and you know, like he's a gamer like, and he can like relate to like young people and he, he's very empathetic and he offers a very uh well-educated obviously uh perspective and and he's just and a very know, helpful like, resource
1: and you know he's like one of the like real ones because he will he will draw a line in the sand where his not his his professional knowledge and expertise ends yeah do you do you watch right? healthy gamer gg i've seen i've seen some of his stuff um on like youtube shorts sadly on
0: youtube shorts Ugh. Ugh. but you know we can't all um, be perfect i know i know not we can't all be like alex yeah um but, i'm watching yeah, tiktok just, I, and until they pry it until the feds pry it from my cold dead hands anyway anyway yep. continue yep
1: yeah, I, I just I like that. He's just like, "Yep, yeah. this is where my knowledge ends and where someone else's expertise will take over."
0: Yeah. No, I I like that. Anyway, I did say we were going to speed run these. Uh so anyway, the Advance Wars remake, I've been talking about it for I think over a year, probably more. Uh it is it's finally out and I bought it and it's good. And uh if you played the original Advance Wars, it's as good a remake as you could ask for. There's a couple of like quality of life improvements with like the controls. Uh, it's a very faithful adaptation. They update the art style, but keep the same, you know, they like, they update like the, uh, the visual fidelity while keeping a very similar style. And I'm a big fan of that. And the gameplay is great. If you haven't played Advance Wars, I cannot condone piracy, but definitely, definitely try the original. On Game Boy Advance, Uh, I can condone emulation as long as you own a legal copy of the game, etc., etc. I cannot condone doing the very simple and easy process of downloading a Game Boy Advance emulator on your phone, especially if you have an Android, and downloading a ROM uh, from any number of websites and playing that ROM and getting the same experience. I cannot condone that because it's bad. Um, So don't do that. Play actually uh, it's a, impossible a because they have copy. so
1: many massive there are so many massive hardware differences
0: yeah it's uh, it's uh even though it's morally correct to pirate nintendo games i cannot condone it anyway uh jedi survivor uh if you play jedi fallen order uh the, the sequel is out jedi survivor it's very good i've played a little bit of it uh on pc the performance I'm not gonna lie it's pretty bad it's very uh very poorly optimized I don't know if it's different on consoles i I've heard that like the p s five version also has performance issues but yeah it runs at like around like thirty f p s usually like like that's that that's and that's on high settings on my like relatively high-end computer i have a 2070 super and a ryzen 7 2700 x i believe uh so like you know like it, it it should run a lot better than it does on my setup but it's just not very well optimized it doesn't even run on steam like i have i've tried to get it to run on steam deck but i just haven't been able to get it like like i can get it going but it's not stable it crashes uh, it's just not worth the effort. If you only have a Steam Deck, I would definitely wait until there are until they update the performance, and uh, maybe wait until it gets verified on Steam Deck. But if you have, you know, a computer that's beefy enough to run it very poorly, uh, and you don't mind playing at a, a bit of a lower frame rate, uh, the gameplay is very solid. It's a great improvement over the original game. And I, uh, I very highly recommend it anyway. Uh, yeah. the new, new John Mullaney special, baby J just dropped. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's very good. Uh, I thought it was a great special. He, uh, he addresses a lot of what's happened to him in the last couple years. Um, have you heard a lot about John Mulaney? He
1: went he went through a lot of rehab for his alcoholism and cocaine addiction.
0: Yeah, and he also like got divorced. He may have cheated on his wife with Olivia Munn. Yeah, a lot of people speculate on that. I don't really like to get into that. Um, it maybe he's not a great guy. I don't know. He seems like a guy that's nice enough, but he's made a lot of mistakes, and I think people aren't as forgiving with him as they would be with someone in their personal life um i just i think people need to be kinder but yeah it just seems like he's uh he's trying to do his best after what he's been through uh but anyway he produced a good special and uh i watched the whole thing and by the time it was over i was like wait it's done already it's like an hour and a half and i was like wait i thought he i thought he was just getting started so like it's uh very well paced i think good yeah Anyway, I have a couple of comic recommendations before we get out of here. Uh, Shazam just started a new run. Uh, Shazam number one came out, I think, this week. or No, I think it was uh, last week. But anyway, yeah, pick that up at your local comic shop uh, or buy it digitally. But, uh, you know, physical version is, uh, is better uh, because... Uh, it just is, but no, it's a good, it's a good first issue. I think uh, it does a very good job, like introducing you to the character. I haven't really seen the movie. I read one. Uh, I, I read Superman Shazam First Thunder. It's like a mini series from like two thousand five ish. So like, I'm a bit more familiar with the character than like the average person, but still not that much. And uh, Shazam number one does a very good job of like introducing you to the character or reintroducing the character if it's like been a while or whatever. But yeah, it it does a good job introducing the character, getting a feel for him and uh, kind of setting up the ongoing conflict. So like Shazam gets his powers from like a bunch of Greek gods. He has like the strength of Hercules, the wisdom of whatever, you know, like that kind of thing. And the wizard that the gave, cock
1: of Poseidon,
0: yeah, the cock of Poseidon, and the wizard that gave him his powers is like teaming up with the gods whose powers he has, and he's like, "This guy's, this guy is not doing a good job. He's, uh, he's being a kid. He, this child, this child soldier that I picked, is uh, too much of a kid and uh, not honoring the gods enough. So we're gonna fuck him up, and that's, uh, that's where the first issue wait, ends. Wait,
1: so the Christians were wrong?
0: Yeah." no it's, it's one of those like indiana jones kind of universes where like every religion is true but it's like mostly the roman and greek ones right right but uh no that's uh it's a good first issue it it, it kind of has that quality that i really like about ben 10 where it's like like the hero is like also just a fucking kid and like like yeah. a kid that goofs off and like yeah you know, is it does some, like, irresponsible, like, showboaty stuff with, with his powers, but is still a good person that, like, at the end of the day, just wants to help people with, with the powers that he's been given. But, uh, yeah, right. I think it has a very youthful yeah. charm to it. The way he, they... Uh, hold on, let me... Just give me a second. I'm using a visual aid. I'm a prop comic now. <laughs> Whatever you say, carrot head. Yeah. I feel like that guy was done dirty. I don't know, but he probably was. Anyway show you a visual they draw him like way more youthful than i think they have before Mm -hmm. like he almost looks kind of like more like a teenager than like a grown man
1: right right uh
0: they they really capture like a very youthful vibe that i appreciate so yeah it's very good uh my other comic recommendation is batman uh it's number 185 in like the current run but it's legacy number 900 so it's the 900th issue of batman it's a big anniversary edition and uh, i think like as a standalone thing it's pretty cool there's a lot of fan servicey stuff um but i think that you will have a higher enjoyment if you read it as part of the batman of gotham arc um so starting from issue 131 up to 135 Um, it's this whole arc about, I, I, I explained it. Like I, I, I recommended this arc a few episodes ago. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good. The conclusion was pretty solid, I think. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, they bring, so like a part of it is like, there's like a multiverse Joker and he's like the sane Joker and he like makes Jokers. Like it's, it's that kind of thing. And there's a bunch of multiverse stuff. So Batman is basically this is all to set up. Batman is dragged through a bunch of different universes and he meets a lot of versions Man, of himself. I get really used to
1: guardians of the galaxy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but no, he meets like the Tim Burton Batman, you know, the Michael Keaton one. And he like meets like a, like a seventies, like cartoon version of Batman. And he meets Adam West Batman who gives him his utility belt. Cause he like lost his utility belt. And he meets the dark Knight returns Batman who gives him a new suit so he like in his final battle at like the end of the multiverse M- minor spoilers i guess um so just read the fuck read the fucking comic then come back um if you really care he is in like this pocket multi like an empty universe that the bad guy like manifested a copy of gotham within and he has some like sharks with joker makeup like flying around in, in space or whatever and He's like, Batman is like, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm in a very specific situation right now. Oh, I hope that this version of Batman packed something that would be useful in this situation. And he pulls out a can of bat repell- or a shark repellent bat spray. I love that. Very, <laughs> love that. very great nod to 60s Batman. And he says something to the effect of like, this is the most fucking prepared Batman in the entire multiverse.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I love it. It's so fan servicey, but it's so deserved.
1: I imagine he has the inventory of Steve from Minecraft.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just like 64 slots of just the most like very useful in only very specific circumstances.
1: Imagine lifting, I think it's the equivalent of, like, 64 meters squared worth of granite. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dude, that guy's got to have, like, amazing Sorry, did I say muscles. meters
1: squared? I meant meters
0: cubed. Yeah. My bad. One more number.
1: Yeah. One more fucking multiplication there.
0: Yeah. Anyway, let me very quickly uh, pull up some information on this. Uh But, uh, so if you want to read the whole Batman of Gotham arc, uh, they do. So like, if you know anything about comics, you know about trade paperbacks and, uh, and hardcovers. So trade paperbacks are basically like collections of, of comic issues. It's usually like a collect, like collecting like an arc, right. Into one thing that you can just buy and read through. And, uh, DC does that with Batman, but instead of doing trade paperbacks i think they they do some trade paperbacks but they've they mostly for batman uh do hardcovers uh same concept but it, there's a bit more like prestige added to it uh but i have the uh, the failsafe arc on hardcover and uh, i haven't read through it but just in terms of like the format i'm a huge fan of it feels like a a real book uh fe- feels very much Feels feels very New York Times bestseller uh, but yeah, feels like reading a, a real ass book. I, I, it kind of gives the impression that you're like reading like an installment in a series. You know what I mean? Where like Sherlock Holmes, for example, would have like a book. You'd read like The Hound of the Baskervilles, and you know, like it's a self-contained story, obviously, because it's like right. its own novel. But it yeah. also fits in with this larger series, and it gives that impression, which I, I think is better for this modern era than just like, yeah, you, got, you can read this, but like really, you got to read 127 other issues leading up to this to know what's going on. Um, right. But having read the entire Batman of Gotham arc, it's way more self-contained than comics have a rep- reputation for. So it's the kind of thing that, like, you could buy this hardcover and not really need to know what was going on before. Like, it helps to know what was going on before, but, Mm. like, this is just a whole new story that you're going to read through. And uh, I think that is really what they should be leaning into going forward, just, like, industry-wide, I think. I think a lot of people who would get into comics don't because they're intimidated by just the sheer amount of like homework involved.
1: Same thing with Star Trek. Yeah. It's just like Star Trek. It's just like in Star Trek. It's kind of like the same dilemma though. It's like you need to know so much information to understand the actions of one character in a movie.
0: Yeah, totally. And yeah, with this, it's like, you don't need that information, but like it helped, like you're kind of rewarded for knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. But no, definitely you can just read it on, on its own as a standalone thing. But right, right. anyway, that's all to say the hardcover for the Batman of Gotham, including uh Batman number nine hundred, uh, comes out on August fifteenth, and it's twenty five dollars, which for I like yeah, five issues. It's pretty pretty good price. Five dollars per issue, which is just the sticker price for the individual comics, but in the form of a hardcover, like it just comes out to still be a pretty good deal. Yeah. Pretty good package. And uh I still gotta read Failsafe. I've heard that it's good. The writer I have neglected to mention, Chip, Z- Chip Zdarsky, uh, is a very uh well renowned writer, and I like what he's done with Batman so far. He had a really good run with Spider Man that I that I haven't really I, I read like one arc in it that I that I thought was good. But yeah, he's supposed to be a very good writer i just don't know enough to say for sure but i do like what i've seen so far anyway uh, unless you remember your other recommendations i think that's the show i got nothing else all right well thank you everyone for listening right. to another episode of to thank say. you if you liked it then like it if you subscribed, then subscribe and if you comment it better be nice we have very fragile egos and by we i mean i Uh, Yeah. Uh, Leave a comment if you want us to talk about something. Uh, If you don't want us to talk about something, uh, sorry, we're going to talk about it, actually. Uh, Share the show with a friend. Tweet our episodes. Tweet our clips. Our Clips channel is in the description. Subscribe there if you want to. Uh, Leave us a review on Spotify, on Apple, on pod chaser it's like an imdb type site for podcasts follow me on social media don't follow gavin anywhere don't, don't follow do it. me it's follow unwise me i c- trust me you don't want to
1: <laughs> even, squads.
0: even if you uh even if you did want to you can't because he's he's not on anything yeah you can stalk me though he's a caveman
1: uh-huh yeah
0: uh subscribe so you don't miss the next episode turn on notifications turn on automatic downloads let's... let's fuck on out of here yeah